Section 15 of A Book of Fairy Tale Bearers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. A Book of Fairy Tale Bears by Clifton Johnson. How Bruin Tried to Bring Reynard to Court. Reynard the fox had been stealing chickens, and complaint of his thieving had reached the king. The king was wroth, and he declared that Reynard should be punished, and he dispatched Bruin the bear to summon the marauder to court to answer for his crimes. Away went Bruin the next morning. He passed through a dark forest and over a high mountain, and arrived at Reynard's castle. The castle gates were shut and locked and after Bruin had knocked he sat down and called in a loud voice, Sir Renard, are you at home? I am Bruin, your kinsman. The king has sent me to summon you to court to answer many foul accusations made against you, and he has vowed that if you do not come your life shall be forfeited and your goods confiscated. Therefore I advise you to return to the court with me and avoid the calamity that otherwise will fall on you. Renard was lying in the sun just inside of the gate. After meditating for a while on the bear's words, he opened the gate and said, Dear Uncle Bruin, you are exceedingly welcome. Pardon my slowness in responding to your knock, but I was saying my evening prayer, and devotions must not be neglected. I wonder that the king should have sent you on such a long weary journey your sweat and toil far exceed the value of what you can accomplish truly if you had not come i would to-morrow have been at the court of my own accord i had intended to go thither some time ago but of late i have abstained from eating flesh and the strange new food of which i have partaken has made me ill alas dear nephew the bear responded what food is it that troubles you why the fox said it is an ordinary sort of food such as poor folk eat from necessity in short it is honey and urged by hunger i ate too freely ha bruin exclaimed honey do you show such slight respect for that nephew it is food fit for the greatest monarch in the world give me a chance to feast on some of that honey and i will be your servant everlastingly surely uncle the fox said you jest with me jest with you bruin cried i never was in more serious earnest well then the fox responded i will take you where there is so much honey that ten of you would not be able to devour it at a meal. It is in the farmyard of a man named Lanfert, who dwells not far away. Let us go thither at once. The bear laughed for pleasure, and thanked the fox heartily for his kindness. They set out together, and soon came in sight of Lanfert's house. This Lanfert was a stout and lusty carpenter, and a few days previous he had bought into his yard a great oak log and started to split it. 
he had driven in two thick wedges which had opened a wide cleft the fox pointed to the partially split oak and said dear uncle there is an enormous amount of honey in that tree you have only to thrust in your head and you can eat to your heart's content but i beg you to be discreet in your feasting for a surfeit is dangerous trouble not yourself on that score nephew reynard the bear said and he hurried to the log and thrust his head deep into the cleft immediately the fox knocked out the wedges and the bear was fast caught bruin began to whine and howl and scratch and tumble about and the fox said mockingly is the honey good uncle eat not too much i beseech you lest it should make you sick and hinder your journey to the court then the fox went away toward his castle by this time the noise in the yard had brought lanfert out of the house he was greatly amazed to find a bear there in such a plight and when he saw how securely the beast was caught he ran and invited the neighbors to come and see the sight the news was soon known through all the town and every one from the children up to the old men and women who had not a tooth in their heads ran to lanfert's yard armed with whips rakes brooms and whatever they could lay their hands on dame julek the minister's wife brought her distaff for she happened to be spinning at the time this army put bruin into a great fright and when he heard the clamor of their approach he made a mighty effort and wrenched himself free though not without much damage to his scalp and ears the villagers were approaching from all directions and before bruin could determine which way to fly farmer lantford and the minister and the whole parish were assailing him with their cudgels even bertoff with the wooden leg was there and he used his cane as a weapon and pounded the bear as vigorously as any of the rest presently bruin made a sudden rush got out of the crowd and ran toward an adjacent river it happened that a group of women who had withdrawn from the fray to look on and recover their breath stood at the edge of the river bank and the bear in his terrified flight collided with some of them and knocked them into the water among those unfortunates was the parson's wife and the parson began shouting help oh help dame julek is drowning when the people heard this they paid no more attention to the bear and assisted to rescue the women from the river that done the minister looked to see what had become of the bear and found that he was swimming away as fast as he could turn villain the preacher cried in a rage running along the bank and brandishing a stick he had in his hand come back that i may be revenged on you but bruin did not care to accept that sort of an invitation he swam with the current and at last when he was certain that he was beyond pursuit he came to land groaning sighing and gasping as if he was about to expire while all these things were happening the fox on his way home stole a fat hen threw her over his shoulder and ran along a by-path so that no one would see him the path took him to the river and as he came to the edge of the bank he was saying to himself 
my fortune is as i wished it for bruin the greatest enemy i had at court is undoubtedly by this time dead just then he espied bruin on the shore below and changed the tenor of his remarks what a silly fool that lanfort the carpenter must be the fox grumbled to lose such good meat meat that is so fat and wholesome and that was delivered into his hand with no trouble on his part any other man would have been quick to take advantage of the luck he neglected but he soon ceased his childing and fretting and in a louder voice addressed the bear sir he said scornfully god protect you oh you foul red villain the bear muttered what impudence is like to this the fox went on speaking did you pay lanfort for the honey uncle he said if you have forgotten to do so it will bring you disgrace and rather than see you disgraced i will pay for the honey myself it was excellent was it not and i know where much more can be had at the same price these mocking words made the bear exceedingly angry but because he could not take revenge he made no response and let reynard talk on as he pleased after a short rest bruin plunged again into the stream and swam down and landed on the other side thence he made his way back to the court mediating with grief on his misfortunes the king was very wroth when he saw how his messenger had been treated and swore to punish the fox in such a manner as would make all traitors tremble and yet i believe that reynard still runs free in the forest and dwells safely in the old castle beyond the mountain end of section number 15 recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver bc